0: And Elena. And you're, and you're listening, listening to, to I Wouldn't, Wouldn't Say no. no.
1: A podcast.
0: On NBC. ABC TGIF. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. oh hey, <laughs> wait. Do there's, we have a, is there's another here? person in the room.
1: Wow. And it's not Carlos. Um Carlos I learned to song. Wow, my dreams are coming true.
0: Um, this is our <laughs> beloved friend Ben Morgan. Oh,
1: I did get the ham horn and I forgot to activate it for this. But um, hi, welcome, Ben. Thank you ben. for having
2: me. Yeah. First time, long time. First time podcaster, long time fan. Yay!
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, um, thanks for listening. Ben is a
0: notorious cat dad and...
1: Game maker.
0: Game maker. Yep. yep. Tw- Twitter, joke, tweeter,
1: joke teller, sure, yeah, wit haver, yeah. yeah,
0: All right, so <laughs> today's episode, guilty's <laughs> I don't know if that's the right song. Um, on today's episode, uh, we, we are a lot. what
1: we got a lot. We, we have to a, get so
0: much, and yeah. I just want to kind of get the hardest part out of the way, which is we did read a Chuck Tr- Tingle trilogy. Fuck this. That but was we hard. It did, was... We did read a Chuck Tingle trilogy called Sput Space Raptor <laughs> Butt Trilogy. The
3: fans
0: uh, call it Sput. Sput Trilogy. Um, and I honestly couldn't... Could not review dino porn without my friend Ben in the room. Yeah, thanks yeah. for thinking of yeah. me. Yeah. We, but you, you know what? We'll, we'll get to that later. Um... Uh, ben, I see you're you're kind of drinking a tasty can. You yeah. got anything to tell us about that <laughs> can?
2: I had to get <laughs> powered up for the podcast, and so I turned to my yerba mate which has recently betrayed me because I decided to read The Side of a Can. Oh, no. Uh, and I'm going to read it now. Please. Um, reach deep into Yerba Mate culture, <laughs> uh-huh, and you'll discover people have long gathered to imbibe Mate, to awaken the mind, perform extraordinary feats, and oh. to exchange confidences. Wow. Oh, wow. Even Yari, the mythical goddess of Mate, decrees it the symbol of friendship. We've always believed there was a magical tree in the rainforest with powers to unite and energize. There are actually trees in the rainforest. There there are. And there's more after that about like the nice things they're doing for the environment. And I don't hate the people that make this drink that I I like a lot, but it's just got (laughs) such powerful like... The branding, you gotta... I took ooh. one trip to South America energy yeah. and I washed
0: yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. Also, follow Gayaki on Facebook. Mm.
1: Uh, that's uh, true Yerba Mate culture. I'm, like, so
0: curious yes. about, can we quickly Google what Yerba Mate culture is?
1: Well, that's why Sarah earlier was like, wait, is that a country? Yeah. Because they keep talking about their culture.
0: I feel like Yerba Mate culture is, like, a white lady in $98 Lululemon Mm-hmm. Going to Vinyasa Yoga and like calling her baby a cunt under her breath.
3: Oh,
1: wow. Because to what me, to me, I followed you on the Lulemon. Yes. Yeah, but sorry. to me, it's someone that doesn't actually ever get to yoga class. They're oh. too busy like going to Costco. Oh. Getting their kids their Yerba Mate.
0: Why not both? You know what I mean?
1: Because mm, to me she's busier. She's too busy. To she me, doesn't actually have time.
0: To, to me? <laughs>
1: We're foremost like (laughs) experts on mate
0: culture. She (laughs) did a bunch of blow the night before Whoa. and then she woke up in the morning and drank a yerba mate and is like I am a health goddess and that's yerba mate culture
1: okay um, I wish we had a can to open that would have been a perfect and that's yerba mate sorry.
0: culture again. I already, not the I burped, I burped through the intro already so
1: um, well hey it's
0: been like a th- whole three weeks since we recorded and so I never remember where we left off What's-
1: Well.
0: What's I happening? I
1: heard Ben saw a pretty cool uh, bumper sticker. Oh, shit. Do you want to tell us oh, about yeah. it? Oh, yeah. That's what happened to you since Yeah, I that's what happened to me.
2: <laughs> on the way over here, uh, we saw a car that had, like, a you know those dog paw bumper stickers? That yeah. usually say like, a yeah. branded dog in it or whatever <laughs> like that. Yeah. The brand. The branded dog, whatever brand <laughs> <KG>. it is. Gucci. <laughs> yes. Uh, Dachshund
1: and Gabbana. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh! Name of ep. <laughs> Dachshund and Gabbana
2: pretty Uh... Good. It said every day is hump day inside hey. the dog paw, and oh. it just seemed like it just seemed like it wanted to say like my dog fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, horny, horny my buddy, and ins- it's got a hump every day.
0: <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. like a. I don't know that that's a behavior you want to reinforce in your dog on a bumper sticker.
1: Yeah, when my dog humps, which you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I haven't seen it. You he's, haven't. No, he's so good.
1: He humps sometimes. Yeah. What do you... Are you... So, like... I'm, like, the person running across the dog park being, like, consent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your penis away, little man. Yeah. Um, but it's the... really just because he's... It's always with a German Shepherd, and it's always because they're just taller than him. Mm. And, like, they're perfect to play with each other, but he can't figure out how to tackle them from the front, so he just hooks up on back and is, like, it's I'm fair. just going to do this So you lay down. And they're, like, oh, would you like me to lay down now? It's the most very dumb.
0: disempowering feeling as a dog parent is... I used to bring shrimp to this doggy daycare that had, like, cameras. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I'm on vacation, obviously, watching the doggy cam instead of living my life. (laughs) And, like... Shrimp is in a room playing with a bunch of dogs, and I see him humping. And wow. the trainer is like turned around. He's humping behind the trainer's back, <laughs> and the trainers turn around, not stopping him from humping. So I'm like yelling at my phone in Barcelona, like
1: "Stop humping, that Pomeranian!" That's literally Carrie's worst nightmare, what you've just described. Really? She like didn't want to take him to daycare for the longest time because <laughs> she was like, "He's just gonna hump all the dogs, and they won't correct his behavior." Well, and she's I would not wrong. Argue that the humping has gone down. Yeah. So. But-
0: who knows? I don't know. Um, I have to report an injustice oh. uh, that I've. So we all work in tech at nameless tech companies, yes. um, and we all know that there are hierarchies and departments.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, I work
0: on the fifth floor uh, where, like, the global technical support is. And even though I'm not in that department, you can't find me on the internet. You don't know where I work. <laughs> um, that's like where most of the of that department is. And so as a result, that floor sort of gets not as good amenities as mm. the floors up top. So I, I've <gasps> mentioned in previous podcasts, what? um, that I do go upstairs, uh, and key in <gasps> four times to poop. Um, and now I noticed they've got, uh, Viva paper towels on the 27th floor What? where wow. I am on the fifth floor. It's like the fucking recycled, garbage Some paper trash. towels where you're like why did you even kill a fucking tree to make this yeah. Yeah. and they're living the viva life upstairs it's, oh man
1: Jeez. i got to yeah. say anytime i don't buy viva i just want to rip the paper towels up like why did i even do, do what you, was i thinking do you get viva ben
2: yeah and if yeah, I Yeah and Yeah, if I don't <laughs> buy them then what I do with the shitty paper towels is just like anytime there's a spill I grab like fucking thirty exactly. of them and yeah. them lot and be like I'm just using as I'm just using as many as I need to yeah, <laughs> exactly Well what
0: about I get so now I'm feeling kinda like one time someone pointed out to me many years ago that I wasn't buying good enough toilet paper and I was ashamed me so I burped.
3: So much
1: shame around like, toilets. But, stuff. But, but <laughs> I, I
0: buy bounty paper towels just because it's like force of habit.
1: Okay. Mm, and I feel
0: like viva. they're they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. But like, I just touched a viva in your kitchen. Yeah. And again, I'm feeling some shame around what's in my kitchen. Mm. Oh no, your glasses just They're so parking. Oh,
1: no. Yeah, my beautiful son. Uh, do you want to tell us what happened with the My those? beautiful son with his giant head I, big head, big heart. Yeah, <laughs> what they, what they, that's, exactly. Yeah. That's what they said about him when we bought bought him. That sounds weird. Adopted him. Anyway, we
0: all took Molly before this episode. So <laughs> we're all we're just weird. <laughs> yeah,
2: so.
0: yeah so we're all just like <laughs> rubbing our faces and our legs. Um.
2: But yeah,
1: no, I was just uh, yeah trying to roughhouse with him like I always do, and he did a big old like head wave, and then boom, it's broken. But. Cool. Whatever, I just have to go to a wedding this weekend where my glasses will be falling off, and all these people, they're like my But <laughs> well, You can't get new glasses cousins. before you go? No. they oh. I mean, they said it was going to be three weeks, but we all remember what three weeks was
2: last time. Yeah, we
0: won't call them three out months. by name, but.
2: Yeah. It's like broken on the sides, so your hair could kind of cover it over there. That's it, true. It's not like the classic nerd break, at least in the middle.
1: That's true. I missed a nerd break, but the worst part is I'm getting a bang trim tomorrow. Oh no! So it's like I'm enhancing the problem. Yeah. It's, it's Stefan
0: Urkel over <laughs> here. Much. No,
1: but Stefan was the hot one. <laughs> well, you're kind of you're you're toeing the line. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm like Stefan if the machine broke in the middle. Yeah. And then you're like <laughs> Stefan Urkel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Middle Urkel energy. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wow, I really do relate to that. Wait. I Wait, wanna... that kind of makes me want to go into the aura thing.
0: I was going to say, we took Molly, so tell us about your aura. We didn't really take Molly. Yeah, Please no, don't no fire me. No I need one's, my no job. One's on drugs.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I had my aura read today for free because everybody was doing it, and they were all getting such fun, kooky results. One Sounds
0: like f- Molly.
1: One friend... Was told they were a a male mime in a past life. Are we allowed to say who that that was? No, I don't think so. Okay, okay, okay. I bet I can guess. And then another friend was told that they looked like a Romanian carriage driver.
0: Are we allowed to know who that is? <laughs> okay 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 okay. sorry <laughs> i feel like if we just ask on the podcast
1: lives, okay i'm know? so sorry wait this sounds like a fiction exercise did like, you get like it a blast to it be like, literally was yeah. the psychic people seem to have a pretty sweet gig yeah. so i came in i sat down and they were like uh yeah so if you don't have any questions that you want me to like specifically speak to i'll just ask you your birth name which i was like we're like a pretty trans-inclusionary office. It Feels mm-hmm. kind of weird that birth name is what you're asking for, yeah. but like, that's yeah,
0: super weird. It gets
1: it. it that should have tipped me off yeah. to what was coming. So I say, uh, Deirdre Siobhan Lyons Keith, and she's like, All right, cool. Uh, and she,
0: Siobhan with a B. Yeah,
1: Siobhan S I O B H A N. Siobhan. Siobhan. Oh, that's how you say that. Yeah, yeah I always forget. Yeah, yeah, Siobhan. Cool. So anyway, Rich. I say it. She closes her eyes. She takes some deep breaths and shit. And, your
0: mate culture,
1: yeah, <laughs> big time mate culture, ex- like moment. So then she, she's like, okay, your color, the color I'm seeing is blue velvet, and I was like, all right, that's pretty cool, mm-hmm. sure. Um, and then she's like, okay, so yeah, I'm seeing your you're wearing a sword, and I was like, I have been having a lot of dreams about me wearing a sword lately. What? but i also went into this being like i'm not gonna say shit because i just want to see where she goes because like the whole thing with psychics is they're like reading the cues you give them so right. i literally all i said was my name and then i just nodded from that point forward and she dug herself into a hole
3: so she she's you? like
1: so you're wearing a sword and i was like oh weird but didn't say anything she was like and you're trying to pull the sword out of its holder but it's it won't fit it's too big and you can't get it out, so then you take your sword thing off, and the sword is your dad. And I was like... <laughs> said that? She said that? And wow.
3: I
0: was like, okay... I'm gonna explain the metaphor, the sword is yeah, your dad. Yeah, no, she just said,
1: like, sword. sword's your dad, and I was okay, like, okay, again, not saying a single fucking word, just okay. like, mm-hmm, and then she goes, oh, and, and you know, ever since you took it, ever since you took the, the belt off with the sword, you're just becoming really voluptuous, like... Your hips are filling out, Ew. and like your bust, and you're just like I'm. Just seeing a curvy woman, just like so voluptuous. Ew. I'm.
0: Feeling
1: it doesn't her- stop there. I'm feeling
0: already kind of molested yeah. by this psychic. Yeah.
1: So then she goes, and there's a man, and he's trying to do something nice for you, and you won't let him. And I was like, a duh. <laughs> she was like, if you just let the man tie your shoes for you, and I was like. I'm a big busty lady and I can't reach my shoelaces. Yeah. That, I mean, that is okay if it's true, but it's not yeah. true. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, not true. She's just like, yeah. So then she's like, if you let the person, if you let the man put your shoe, and she keeps saying man, she's like, if you let the man put the shoe on you, like you'll be happier and you'll like, it'll help like open this new time in your life. that's full of abundance. And I was just like,
0: obsessed. Semen.
1: I I just I just right? still like, was not responding, so she was, like, getting uncomfortable, because I didn't say, like, I didn't say, like, oh my god, yeah, that reminds me of this, this, and this, you know? Like, yeah. I just kept... are like, oh my go. god,
2: I'm married to a woman yeah. who's this man. Yeah. she so you froze yeah. her out, and her instinct was just to go
1: horny. Yeah, to go <laughs> horny! And so then she's, like, okay, uh, I'm gonna move on. Oh, she kept... I think she... <laughs> gonna move on. She had another <laughs> picture. She's, like, do you want me to keep going? Do you have any questions? And I just was, like, keep going like i don't have questions not yeah. reacting here's so just another wanna, shovel yeah yeah <laughs> go go and then she's like okay cool so do you know about the chakras because i'm really feeling like your womb chakra
0: whoa so
1: yeah then we get into wombs and then she's and it's like could she tell us on my period which if so kind of impressive okay. but also like again the chances of that probably a pretty high risk reward situation yeah. if you're talking to like a woman that's around my age to be like fertility yeah yeah um so she then is like okay so there's a green light there's a green light coming out of your womb your womb is so powerful
0: oh god <laughs> and then i'm offended no by it this. was very
1: offensive like very offensive and then she like kept talking about my womb and then she's like you just really need to just embrace femininity. You need to look at the other women around you and see them with their power and just, like, take that power. And I was like, why are you trying to make me
2: be with a guy again? This is so weird. You're gonna need to stab those other women with the sword, Dad. Yes!
1: Exactly! It was so fucked up. And then, like, I just still wasn't saying anything and the time ran out and she was, like, trying to wrap it up and desperately could not. And just kept being like, just try and be like other women and you'll be fine. And I was like, Hey. That is God. so weird. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah, it was fucked up. <laughs> and, like, the fact that I couldn't, like, that the fact that I didn't, like, visibly laugh or, like, tell her no yeah. when she was saying, like, just let the men do nice things for you. Oh, man. It, that kind of felt good.
2: She's <laughs> like a boomer comedian. Where it's like, nothing is off
1: the table for this Seriously. psychic. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly.
0: I feel like, um, I feel like maybe because, like, of your age range and, like, maybe, like, reading sort of, like, your, um, like, your style. I don't know if, yeah. like, she could see your tattoos. No. But, like,
1: yeah.
0: I, I just wonder if she was kind of, like, okay, like, what do, because, because we heard about some other people's readings and a lot of them were about, like, either, like, past lives or mm-hmm. did you give her, like, a focal question? No. So she was probably like, "What do women in their thirties want to hear about? How fucking powerful their wombs are for yeah. turning
1: out yeah.
0: BBs.
1: Yeah, um, no, she was like, "You can create life," and I was like, "But I don't want to." Have yeah. you seen the world around us?
0: Yeah, you should have said that. <laughs> well,
1: no, but that's that was what was so. Also, I think that I, I talk a lot, so when I don't talk, it's like. A fun experiment for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty rare. I can't remember the last time I just sat silently and let someone talk at me. That was a stranger. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah.
0: It's funny. I the last time I got a thing like that, like I don't remember if it, it was a palm reading, oh, and it okay. was also at um, a work party, uh-huh. like a work summer party. And I feel like this. I was about to say this therapist, which <laughs> yeah, for sure, um, was like talking to me about like men that hold me back and, like, how I shouldn't be with them. And I was like, I wonder if she saw me and Doug get into a fight 15 minutes ago <laughs> as I waited on the line for this fucking bullshit palm That's reading. Hilarious. Um, So, uh, but I'm still going to use that coupon that David gives me to go get my bullshit read. Yeah,
1: yeah. it was just, like, I don't know, it's, especially because a lot of our... If you go into, like, a new age thing like that, you don't expect to hear, like... Conform to patriarchal gender stereotypes. Yes. You should lean into your femininity, boobs. Um, like that was basically <laughs> what I heard. Boobs. Like that was all I got from that woman, and I was like,
0: "Hey, I like your boob." Well, and then it, and
1: then it's so interesting too because it's like. I felt like I looked pretty like run of the mill, not super fun, more super butch today, like but I, then I think if I was wearing like a v-neck and makeup, like would she have said something different to me? Would she have gone more the route of like you need to leave these men behind. Oh, that's, that's it was just really weird.
0: Yuck. Ben, are you going to have
2: your war? Right? <laughs> I think it was only today. I think I lost my opportunity. <laughs> no, they're doing them tomorrow. Oh, You've sh- got to do it they're tomorrow. They're so wild. Yeah. So I'm not usually interested in this cuz it just seems so awkward to me. Yeah. I've never done it. Yeah. Like I, you know, I was raised really Christian, and so like we were always told to keep away from that stuff. Kid, as yeah. an adult, I'm just not interested because I like the she devil. I just don't know what it's gonna be like, and for stuff like I don't have, if I don't have an impression of what it's gonna be like, I get too nervous. That's totally understandable. But if it's gonna be this weird fiction exercise where i can not <laughs> say anything and they're gonna say some absolutely like yes. wackadoo bullshit to me, yes. I have to do it. Yes. It's, it's kind of a power yeah. play too, just exactly. like well, which also
0: like I have to say I feel fucked up saying this immediately because I'm like, okay, this is how people like make their money and if this is how they make their money and not like yeah, that no, what this person yeah. said is yeah. okay to you but like i'm like oh no it shouldn't be a power play but it's like so tempting to have it be a power play when it's clear that like a person is like just coming from like is just gassing you up or isn't like yeah. coming from
1: like an authentic place well and it's got to be so weird too because like if you're paying for this service yeah that, clearly you're buying into whatever they say yes you know like clearly you're gonna find some meaning in it Mm -hmm. i wasn't paying i was like what crazy shit are you gonna say to me and sure enough (laughs) it was wild
0: i have to um i i just remembered um that i downloaded a new astrology app on my way here oh yeah called the pattern Mm -hmm. um and i've been using costar and it feels like weird sort of like um gibberish like robo poetry so i was like this is actually not fun i don't want to use it anymore um but i decided to download the pattern and it's so fucking good cool um and it sort of splits it up into i I don't know i just downloaded it but um it kind of like tells you your life and your tendencies and like sort of the bad parts of yourself by your traits And my first one, just in big letters, was strong-willed and powerful. And I, like, clicked into it, and the first things that it said was, you came into this life incredibly intense and willful. (laughs) And I was like, damn, bitch, okay, fine. I will read this later in the privacy of my own
3: home.
1: Sometimes I feel like I came into this life as... You've seen the film Spaceballs. A reject? I- oh wow! I thought we were, <laughs> okay. no no. That's, that's a lyric from Nookie.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. It's it's also the twentieth anniversary no. of Significant Other. I'm no, sorry no, for no, celebrating no, a that's, holiday. That's I thought, I thought
2: that's maybe important. that was how you felt about Spaceballs. <laughs> no, it's
0: the lyrics to Nookie. I'm sorry. Wow, I always forget that I'm in younger company. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say I think that I tap danced my way out with the little straw hat, like the alien yeah. in on the like diner counter in Spaceballs. Yeah, think that's how that's I how
0: you came world. into the world. Yeah. Tap dancing yeah. out.
1: Yeah, hello, my baby. Yeah, literally.
0: Also, happy anniversary, a significant other. Um, mm-hmm. twenty years without you, oh. with you, with you. Um. <laughs> I see. Still you don't know that I'm talking about Limp. I'm still fucking talking about Limp Biscuit.
1: Did you have a crush on Fred Durst?
0: I absolutely had a crush on Fred Durst, and if I haven't talked about it on this podcast.
1: You haven't yet. Really? Really?
0: Okay. I think my parents like parenting is disgusting because my walls were covered in posters of Fred Durst and shirtless <laughs> Brad Knoll from Sublime. And it's like <laughs> If I was a parent right now and my child had a poster of Fred Durst, I would disown them. Right? Is that okay?
1: Yeah. To say on this podcast. Yeah, (laughs) I mean,
0: Um, sure. I mean, he was just, like, the corniest dude and clearly 40, and I was 12 or 13 with posters of Fred. I liked Fred Durst... And then I really liked Wes Borland, which I think we can all agree he's still hot. I, <laughs> I'll agree with myself waving my hand. Is that
3: Hello, the porn guy?
0: No, no, no. Wes Borland was um, the guitarist. And he was the one that had like um, black spiky hair. And he wore the contacts that made his eyes look dilated. Oh, that's hot. And he, <laughs> <laughs> and he dressed like all in black. And he was kind of goth. Yeah. And he did. Big Dumb Face after. That was, like, his project. I think it was, like, Big Buckethead or Big Dumb Face.
2: All, like, all 90s alt bands, like, side projects, especially rap rock, is just, like, how dumb can we make this shit? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. But, like, yeah. (laughs) But, but, Wes Borland, there was something about him, and I read this in, like, Pitchfork's 20th anniversary review of Significant Other. Like, something about Wes Borland definitely was, like, he was kind of above it. Uh-huh. Like he was a better musician than all of them. Fred Durst was a uh, I don't I don't know what like he was just like a dummy. And Wes Borland was kind of like, I'm in this band to make money and to be famous, but like I, and this is like vaguely my aesthetic, but I think it's kind of dumb. Um and yeah, so later I had a post posters of him, but he looked really scary.
1: So Riddle but me this: anyway. What's worse, your parents letting you have Fred Durst posters, yeah. or, or not my letting me parents... have Jankos?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Still, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna say this isn't really my parents. This is the parents of the kid I'm talking about. Okay. Like, did you ever go over to like a 14 or 15 year old boy's house and they'd have like Tyra Banks and swimsuits posters all over their rooms? Because no, to me, that's worse. So I think you're doing a okay. I with think. Yeah, porn. I
0: agree. I think that's worse. Yeah.
1: Um. Also, just like. Oh, who? Uh. Yeah, I don't that, know. That's got to be weird to just I, be like, "Yes, I'd love to buy you some vaguely pornographic posters to oh. cover but your I, walls, teenage
0: boy." But I feel like that's also the instinct in parents to be like, "Oh, well, if they're gonna te- do it here," or like, yes. he's straight." Oh, you know, like sort true. of like. I'm
2: yeah. proud of my straight horny son. And yeah, it's, it's yeah. Horny makes me feel better. Aww. Yeah, were you a horny son? No, not at all. No, not imagining man. your no, no,
1: parents no, 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 no. okaying that's pretty funny. I was not. Ho- I was
2: not horny on Maine as a child. <laughs> 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 so. yeah. You didn't have any horny posters or anything. No, 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 no. It was all video games or like protest signs against my parents or oh, whatever. The fuck. Oh, God. God. oh,
1: nice.
0: No, that's and that was kind of what like the boys I was friends with like, what their rooms looked like. It was, like, a Megadeth blacklight poster yeah. or, you know, something like that. Um, what I will say is, like, my parents drew the line by not letting me go to Woodstock 99 when I was That's 13 good. years old. Good and I, fu- I fucking locked myself in my room oh my for God. days and I was, like, I probably, like, the first time I told my mom I hated her. And now when I watch it, I'm, like, why didn't someone, like, ship me away? What yeah. a monster, you know? I mean... But anyway. Yeah. Is
2: that the one where people threw poop, Woodstock 99? Yeah, it was the MUDs. Yeah. I, and a the, lot of sexual assault. It was bad. Yes. It got real bad. I
0: actually yeah. believe that the poop was what's the Insane Clown Posse Festival?
2: Uh, Gathering of the Jugglers.
0: Yes, yeah, see, yeah. So Gathering of the Jugglers. Midnight Carnival? Midnight Carnival. I think that yeah, was man. where
2: they threw poop. Well, they played Woodstock 99. <laughs>
0: So it could be one in this. Yeah. Woodstock 99 famously was like, yes, there was a ton of sexual assault. There were a lot of new metal bands that played. And like the image that always sticks out in my mind is like Fred Durst on like a broken piece of shingle, yeah. like standing on it crowd surfing. Yeah. And I was like, I wish I could be there to Aww. what touch his sweaty balls. Like what would I have done? <laughs> you know, I would have been probably reach up those long long shorts (laughs) shorts that might as well be pants (laughs) yeah my arm was like not even long enough to get there i feel like we have to talk about something else Anyone else got anything else going
2: on i never thought about those long shorts as ball tunnels (laughs) (laughs) the best way to think
1: about it well no this is all because
2: uh,
1: my gorp upbringing my good old raisins peanuts upbringing (laughs) very first time i saw like male genitals ball tunnel some shorts someone oh, trying no. on shoes at like oregon mountain community oh, no! yeah, I, mean, I was like a little kid and they were wearing shorts and i could see right up them it was a real ball tunnel oh they were short shorts yeah like short enough they weren't like
0: fred durst <laughs> no definitely not
1: no they were like early 90s shorts so okay like, yeah like the so like tight dad hiking mm-hmm. shorts with flare yeah exactly oh, the flare no no no
0: he had no he had no undies no undies on. Try it on shoes. I don't want this person to be. I don't right. want this person to be so free. Put that
1: away. I know. Around children. Yeah, around children. I was children. a kid. We got to talk yeah, about something sorry. else. <laughs> sorry, got balls episode.
0: all up in my eyes. When
2: Gorpin goes
1: wrong. Yeah, yeah, It's kind of on brand for
0: the book we're talking I about later. I feel. So. I feel like the like the new metal conversation is actually like a good segue into our youth delegate. But I feel like you had yeah. something to tell us. About your family,
1: do you <laughs> still want to tell us? Not that exciting. Okay. Oh, I do now have four nieces, and I think that eventually I'm going to show them the craft, and then eventually I'm going to be like, "Don't you guys all want to be the craft for Halloween?" Yeah. yeah. Nice. So that's just that's awesome. Were
0: three of them just born?
1: No. Well, I have I have three step nieces now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. and the third one was just born.
2: Aww.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then I have. I have some feelings on ferries and boats, but they're
0: so boring. We don't Okay. That stop yeah, broadcast. I mean, we're already in the ball tunnel conversation. <laughs> exactly. we don't need so I go feel back like we
1: can be talking about big Fairy. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, I want to on. mention one, oh, yes, thing, yes, yes,
0: which is that the BET Awards happened. They were oh, amazing. Oh my
1: god, yes. Yeah, um, all did, I watched was Lizzo's performance. Oh you didn't my see god. Lil
0: Nas X? No, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Lizzo's oh. is better. Lizzo's is better, but but the performance of Old Town Road is amazing. Uh-huh. Here's the thing I'm going to say. Guess who was on stage performing with him? Billy Ray Cyrus. Guess what? Nobody said. Hey, Billy Ray Cyrus, you don't belong here because you are a white country singer. Mm. Hey, anyone remember Beyonce yeah, at the, the country? CMTs. Yeah, Yeah. So that's just, just wanted to throw that out there that no one gave Billy Ray Cyrus a hard time.
2: He looked a little bit like he was... He kind of had this little shitty eating grin. Like, first of all, he's happy that he's still getting to ride this out. Yeah. He's big time. He's big also like, time. can you believe that I let me come all the way here? Like, I got to be at the yeah. VT Awards. He does have that on his face a does little he? bit. As he's I, I
0: don't know that I noticed he that. He just
2: looks like he's smirking. And, like, I guess yeah. I can't say what's in Billy Ray Cyrus's heart, but it's, like, it's the part I like the least about the Lil Nas X story, which I like a lot, is, Yeah. is him riding those coattails really hard. I
1: do agree, because I, I think of that, like uh, tweet of his where he took a picture of his wife in front of their giant safe of weed. Like a giant, like a safe as tall as the ceiling and his wife's like standing in front of all their bricks of weed. And I'm like, so how hard are you working on getting, uh, people out of jail, (laughs) Billy Ray? I feel like that's like
0: a really common, like, uh, white person's like approach to, um, like weed being legal is just like people being like look how i I don't know i think um megan amram actually like tweeted something Mm. about how like she tweeted something like a joke about cbd being bullshit and it was like kind of a funny joke yeah and then a bunch of people were like it's not bullshit if people are still in prison for it and i was like yes actually this is even though I love Megan. She's yeah, really yeah. funny. It's like a very privileged perspective to just be like, I put CBD in my latte. Exactly. It's like, mm, yeah. there's still like hundreds of people in prison yeah. or if not thousands of people yeah. in prison for this. So yeah, I think um, that's
1: why the picture was just a bit, bit
3: much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I I mean, again, no opinion on him whatsoever. I thought Lil Nas X looked amazing. He was wearing like a yellow leather um jacket with fringe that said Lil Nas X on the back and he's fucking ripped he wasn't wearing a shirt I noticed that and I was like good for him oh okay good for you I guess you're 20 and somehow you're just really ripped from being on the
2: internet like how do you think he had enough time from when the song blew up to get ripped? No. Because he's no. doing more live performances now. Also, no, think... human growth hormone is a hell of a thing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I think, saying. <laughs> I,
0: think he, I think he's probably just, like, a wiry young man. Yeah. Mm, yeah, um, that helps. But he looked really cool, and I just thought it was so... I just thought it was so funny and ironic that no one... Fucking no one said, like, Billy Ray Cyrus, you shouldn't be here. This yeah. is an award show not for the kind of music you make. Yeah. So, anyway, that's my little tangent.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I have to say that seeing Rihanna clap for Lizzo though mm. I know. was just it was like amazing drinking a cool glass of water in the yeah. desert. Just thinking about how hard she worked to like get recognition and to yeah. like come up from like she was on like an indie rap label in like Minneapolis for a long time. Yeah and to yeah. have this big album blow up and to go and to like fucking nail it at that performance. You can yeah. she know she's nailing it. And for everyone who's like so much more famous than her to like welcome her to that, like yeah. I could just feel how good she was feeling. Yeah, incredible. She
0: yeah. Uh, Lizzo posted a clip of. Like specifically that part where she's playing the flute, mm-hmm. um, the portion where like Rihanna's clapping, and her caption was just in caps lock
1: "Rihanna" yeah. with a yeah, bunch yeah. of crying
0: face emojis. It was perfect.
1: Yeah, I'm um, also I'm glad we're talking about Lizzo while Ben's here because I you first introduced me to her.
2: Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Same. Yeah. Is it my wedding playlist? Uh huh. Oh, well, yeah. you
1: sent it to me before that because okay. I've, I've been honored to be your colleague. For a while, and for a and while.
2: sharing dumb messages.
0: Yeah, Ben and um, Chris actually. She saw her at like, uh, PDX pop. Oh, like, hell no, yeah. no, no, no. Maybe no. That seems too little. Like one of the music fest Northwest yeah. things, and was like, you should see this like performer. You would love her. Yeah. Um. So big ups to that. We saw Lizzo. Ben, you and I saw her less than a year ago. Yeah. And it's fucking wild that. She'll that was we that. Would never have
2: that chance again. I know like, yeah. that was at, like a small like internet creatives festival called XOXO. Yeah, and like it was even big for them to get her then, and like yeah. right after that it would have been impossible. I'm yeah. so
0: glad you didn't let my dumbass go home. You were like, no, you should stay. I know you're tired and you have work tomorrow, but yeah. like stay. And I'm so grateful that you told me that. Hell so yeah. I'm yeah. so nice.
2: sad that after that she went to the bar at the festival and did karaoke for everyone. Oh and then, like, I went, my. We went home.
0: Why did you just remind me of that? Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so upset. I forgot about that. Yeah. That she was in, like, the tiny room doing karaoke, mm-hmm. and we all got on the bus to go home mm-hmm. because we had work. It's fucked up. Oh, Sorry. I'm so upset. Yeah. I didn't... Yeah. I didn't even have a job. Okay. <laughs>
1: still a tired adult. A tired adult yeah. mm-hmm.
0: yes. Not okay. Not okay. Um,
1: okay. It's okay. It's
0: let's t- let's yeah. talk about our. Let's talk about delegate. the opposite yeah. of Lizzo. Yeah. Let's. Billie uh, Eilish. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about sort of physically at least the opposite of Lizzo and musically the opposite of Lizzo. Yeah.
1: I guess I didn't. I fucked up. I didn't watch any live performances of hers because I've heard she gets wild.
0: Billie Eilish. Yeah.
1: But and that's why maybe that would have got me more excited about it okay her. i do agree yes okay. so today's youth yeah.
0: delegate youth is delegate. Billie eilish mm-hmm. and like for for youths this might be like okay geezers like yeah we've known about this for a year but for us old folks um i feel like billy i Eil- like to me i'm like i don't know necessarily how to approach the music because it doesn't speak to me so i so i'm like okay i want to know why the teens love her
1: Am I allowed to say that it reminds me of Tom Waits?
2: Sure.
1: It wow. does. It's
2: very outwardly performative.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you'll be, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, specifically the production, like it's, it's real, like, yeah, outwardly performative mm-hmm. in like, but then being like, I'm kind of spooky. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's why it reminds me of Tom that's Waits. so
0: funny. Okay. So did you like Billie Eilish?
1: Um, okay. So my introduction to Billie Eilish was two things. Uh my seventy-year-old stepdad and NPR and that was when I realized I'm fucking old and boring.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Geriatric
2: delegate. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: also doesn't isn't her name pirate? Doesn't she have a literally that word pilot pirate somewhere in her name
2: yeah. oh, i don't know it's one of her middle names she has like several i was looking at yeah. her wikipedia she's like the kid of like some entertainment industry people exactly from LA and, yeah. like, and she acts like it yeah
0: <laughs> yeah she's from los angeles she's now 17 years old yeah
1: her brother's uh, also a producer oh really yeah
2: yeah. He produces everything. Yeah. Okay. Over produces everything. Yeah. Do you
1: <laughs> exactly. like Billie
2: Eilishman? I think some of the songs are kind of a bop. Like, I think Bad Guy is kind of fun. I it's agree. Not Bad great, Guy is fun. But it's fun. And I think some of her other songs on the album, I've listened to the album several times like when we fall asleep where do we go or whatever it's called Yeah, and like i think parts of it are fun parts of it are boring filler and parts of it are like way too much there's a song that samples the office a bunch of times she loves
1: the office way too
2: fucking much she's just like extremely online yeah in a way that someone raised on the internet would be yeah so
1: that was one of the things in the article i think it was the npr (laughs) article. article i read like a month and a half ago about her which yeah anyway was that she's constantly watching The Office and just huh. replays it over and over and over again. It's always on. She loves The Office.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was introduced to Billie Eilish as with most contemporary music at my nail salon. Uh, <laughs> and so I watched the video for Bad Guy there and, like, listened to the song there. Really didn't like it. Um, I rewatched that video and I rewatched watched um, like, some of her other singles and I don't think it's that... I don't like it necessarily. I just think, like, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's... She... After, like, listening to her songs and, like, watching her videos, because I don't think I could listen to her music without watching the videos, um, she actually, like, really reminds me of, like, PJ Harvey or, like... Yeah. Courtney Love or, like, you know, kind of, like, these, like, I don't give a shit, like... Type of things, but she's 17. Yeah.
1: Well, and also, I think it's... Because, you know, like, in the late 90s, like, the late 70s fashion came back. And Mm -hmm. then, like, we had the 80s thing, and now we've already gone through the 90s thing, and now we've finally gotten to that mid-90s. And she's, like... She's there. And she's so online that she can just, like, completely tap into it and nail it and be, like, oh, did you want a little Liz Fair too? It
0: was... Well, it was actually insane. I watched, like, an interview video of her and it was like a video on vogue with her being interviewed when she's 15 Uh and then interviewed a year later when she's 16 and it was like back to back like her answering the same questions and in the video where she's 16 so it was like last fall i was like i don't understand her style and then i was like she looks like every goth girl i went to high school with in ninth grade yeah she's wearing like a huge, huge, huge huge hoodie and like a million chains and like a choker collar and her hair looks kind of like greasy and colored and it's in like little buns. And I was like, that's just who was like sitting on the hallways of my school who I like thought was really cool and wanted to be friends with. Yeah. Um, And I feel like that's who she's for. She's like for teenagers who, I don't know, want to be edgy and don't want to be like overtly sexual. It's
1: funny though because then it made me think like, cuz i i wasn't very goth but i was like i considered myself edgy and like too cool for school and like sure. too cool for pop music uh-huh. and it, i was trying to put myself like in the shoes of like 15 year old Deirdre and being like would she eat this shit up right now or would she be over it and i think i would be over it uh,
0: yeah maybe i don't know i don't know if the music necessarily like, yeah. the music and the style are totally different. Yeah. I think there's something kind of dark about what she's saying. I think there's, like, again, it's not for me. It doesn't do anything for me. But I think there's something empowering about, like, being a teenage girl with, like, so little power over, like, your body. Yeah. And, like, the people around you, whoever, like, it is that you have, like, relationships with. And so her songs are, like, edgy and, like, I don't know, almost give you that, like, yeah amp up to be, like... You don't need to deal with this shit. Um, I guess
1: what I'm saying is, like, because she's so popular, I wouldn't have liked her. That would have been, like, you're too mainstream for me.
0: But I feel like popularity is attained differently now than it was when we were younger.
2: Yeah, I have a hard time deciding if I would be, like... I have a hard time deciding what I would be like as a teen now because of the methods of, like, interaction with culture and media are so different. Yeah. Like she has a ton of Instagram followers and she has since she was, like, 15. Yeah. Like, first of all, that's gotta fuck you up. Absolutely. Uh, And, like, I just always worry about people like this always, like, moving towards a breakdown or something because yeah. like, they're being so, like, nakedly emotional and open and performative, like, 24-7 to keep their brand that, like, yeah. how can you keep creating under that intense light?
1: Well, and then it's interesting to think about, like, what's gonna be the Britney meltdown? Like, yeah. what is the future of that? Mm. You know? Like... Because, and then, or maybe it'll be more self-contained because, like, Brittany wasn't online, you know? Mm-hmm. She was just being stalked by crazy people all the fucking time. Um, whereas, like, since you can be so online, like, maybe you interact with, like, paparazzi less. I don't really know how that works. I
0: don't know. So this interview that I watched... I guess her she's was
1: 17, so she's 17. She's
0: 17, but like, it was I'm interesting cool because, like, <laughs> they were asking her questions. Like, one of the questions was do you get recognized when you go out? And like the earlier interview with her, she was like, uh, like maybe once a week. And then like in the newer one, she was like, I was such a baby. I'm so jealous of that. Like I can't go anywhere without getting recognized. Mm. So I definitely think there's that sense of like, there's still a bunch of people. There's still a bunch of people. It's not like she's just online. Like I think she's actually so, so, so popular. Um,
1: I don't know. i wishing we'd watched The Black Mirror, where Miley Cyrus is both online and a pop star, but I, I haven't seen it yet. I,
0: <laughs> I haven't seen it. I also don't it. really
2: like that show. So. I
0: Well, I like the show, but I don't like Miley Cyrus,
1: so...
2: I'm kind of interested, because I've heard the, all the songs she sings in that are Nine Inch Nails, right? Yeah. That sounds Yeah. cool. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so, I know. I'm interested.
1: Yeah. I don't hate her. Yeah. Hmm. She's Dolly Parton's goddaughter. How can you So what?
0: Her? She can't ride Dolly's coattails
2: to...
1: I mean, I don't know. better yeah. that than her father's mullet. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that
0: was really good.
2: Thank you. Party in the USA stand.
1: Exactly. That came out. And so yeah.
2: I can't fully hate, but I'm not like actively interested in a lot same. of what she's she's, doing.
0: Same. she's done a lot of weird,
1: appropriated oh, shit where I'm like, Yeah, totally. no, big time. Love Party yeah. in the USA. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that was also prior to the very not great behavior. So
0: do we understand Billie Eilish? Is this, is it, are we just too old? I think.
1: No, I mean, I think it does appeal to that angst. it just like it just made me think a lot about like what it's like to consume culture as a kid and like is there even anything that's underground anymore or like do we all just because I, think... I keep coming back to like how I fucking hated pop music even and then I go back and listen to pop music from like the early 2000s when I was in high school and I was like, oh, it was actually really good and you fucked up not listening to it.
0: But I also you know? think we liked stuff that was supposed to be like, um edgy and sub like nine inch nails was popular corn was popular like the I stuff like that was well like but you liked some stuff I liked that radiohead. was like yeah you yeah. like radiohead yeah. Yeah. like all of that stuff is actually really really popular yeah. but i think part of like what's so appealing to people about it is like having this huge global arena and then being like fuck you I don't fucking care about this which is totally Billie Eilish like she obviously cares she wouldn't be doing it if she didn't but I think like the power in it for like teens is that they're seeing like kind of this teen who's like I don't know spitting in someone's hand or like doing this like weird really angsty shit that doesn't speak to me anymore Yeah. but I think as like a teenager where you feel like you don't have your own life you're like this is really fucking cool to see someone young just like yeah own it
1: totally so. did you did you guys ever see 13 or not yes. thir- not 13 eighth grade
0: oh yeah well i've seen both okay yeah i think 13 I just, is a
1: good oh i was just thinking of the eighth grade scene to enya the montage to orinoco flow uh-huh. she's just consuming culture like she's just sitting on her bed oh man that yeah. that like i know there's like obviously more like Harrowing and also more emotional scenes in that movie, but that one stuck with me the most. Probably because that Enya song's a fucking bop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was or actually I feel gonna, gonna
0: say great. that comparing Billie Eilish to 13 is not that long yeah, either. Yeah, totally. Like a More Freud- so than
2: eighth grade. Yeah, yeah, like
0: kind of a Freudian slip. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I think I like Billie Eilish maybe more than either of you do, because yeah. I just like performatively, like, spooky goth stuff, even if it's extremely goofy. Yeah. Too, like, this yeah. is. And, and I'm also able to be really annoyed by her, too, in the same way that, like, 17-year-olds are annoying as fuck. Yeah, Yeah. And totally. so, like, it just depends on my mood and, like, which song I'm listening to and stuff. I don't listen to her all the time, but I can get into it and can understand why that's, like, appealing. Yeah. I think, also, she is just making pop music, even though she's getting to it from this different angle, and she's able to be... Um, like more like more edgy or scarier and stuff like that and she cites tyler the creator as an influence because she loves to like leak black blood in videos and yeah mm-hmm. stuff. yeah mm-hmm. like coming from that like you can be more you know because you control more of like the method of production like she didn't even have to go through the studio system right her yeah. brother produces everything yeah she's yeah. like yeah. yeah she can be that like that slightly edgier version of like she reminds me of lord I think yeah, she's like okay i could see that edge lord you,
1: oh <laughs> she's totally edge lord okay and now i'm realizing yep that's that's the deal i would have liked her when i was 15
0: edge yeah. lord okay yeah. okay and i was gonna say she's not that different from um what was the group that we listened to during the boy band episode
2: brockhampton oh brockhampton, brockhampton yeah where
0: it's like she's like so wildly popular with young people but there's like something subversive and like a middle finger to all of it which is like yeah. actually like teens are obsessed with
2: yeah. mm-hmm. subversive yeah.
0: and I, yeah anyway and but
2: you can't tell what subversion is yeah. to you someone like billy eilish she was doing like stuff that might gross out your parents, but still on a major label and still having, like, 15 million Instagram followers, that looks like subversion to you because yeah. you don't understand the, like, actual methods of how anything works. Yeah. In the same way that, like, to me, I think I would have been a fan, too, because, like, I thought My Chemical Romance was subversion. And mm. I love, I just ate that yeah. shit up with a spoon. And right? what
0: about, like, Marilyn Manson? I mean, yeah. there was no Instagram then, but, like, some of, some of her videos reminded me of Marilyn yeah. Manson, which are, like, a lot of, like, kind of harsh lights and, like, yeah. jerky, like, you know, almost like repulsive movements. Uh Like all of that stuff existed. I think when we were teens,
1: see, but now I'm like, then maybe I wouldn't have liked it because I wasn't that into that stuff.
0: I also definitely, there's no chance that there's no like underground stuff. It's just like, we don't necessarily seek that out because we don't need that community necessarily. Uh Um, whereas like teens have so much time to be online. TM,
2: you know, (laughs) so, thing that fucks me up the most when I think about what teens like is that there are teens who must who must performatively like the stuff that I liked when I was a teen as like a retro oh I know yeah like what like I'm sure that there are teens who are just like performatively performatively into like the shins or the (laughs) decemberists or even back to like green day or my chemical romance who are just like you guys don't get this stuff I like old music yeah 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 yeah. absolutely
1: I I have some cousins that were doing that with green day recently. really (laughs) yeah wait how old are your
0: cousins
1: (laughs) they're like late teens yeah
0: Oh, yeah. that's yeah. nasty. Yeah. That's like that fucking tweet that was like, yeah, I love the Pixies. My grandparents listened to them. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's so, don't do me dirty like yeah. that. That's I don't amazing. remember who, who tweeted that, but I was just like, okay, yeah, that checks out. Like maybe yeah. young grandparents, like people in their fifties and sixties could listen to the Pixies. That's not out of, yeah, but <laughs> yuck
2: that just just immediately sends you to a calculator to be like how old would they have to be what year
0: is it no 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 no. I'm always like how old am I how old am I (laughs) like what year was I born in where this is okay and I'm like the age of somebody's grandparents yeah Yeah.
1: um
0: so yeah oof so do you think your cousins actually like Green Day
1: Yeah, but, like, they have for a while. Yeah. It's just, yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah, me too. Do they
2: (laughs) they differentiate between, like, the early punks, like, more punk stuff and then, like, the American Idiot stuff? Or is it just all one thing? Really? They like the they the like, stuff? The latest they like stuff. Stuff.
0: <laughs> so they like warning and and American idiot and like American idiot stuff
2: later than that too. They make yeah. a whole like set of albums What's not American like, idiot you know, dose Do trace, trace or what the f- like yeah. they just yeah. they just make music for some reason. They're
1: kind of like you 2 to me. To me uh, I like they're basically oh, yeah. the same band at this uh-huh. point
2: for me. Yeah.
0: I feel like I'm going to grow up to be one of those like I, I am one of those people that's like I saw them in 1999 and that's like cool yeah. that's 20 years ago yeah. that's too long ago to have seen a concert yeah. for me and I'm like I saw Green Day in 1962 wow. <laughs> at Madison Square Garden it's like, been
3: 84 yeah. years so, to
0: your to your cousins all right, should we take a pee break before we get into this nasty porno? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Chuck Tingle. Y'all might have forgotten what we're getting into, but we're going to talk about Space Raptor, invasion. <laughs> All right, we'll be back soon. Okay,
1: bye. And we're back. And we're back. Yeah, here to discuss Chuck Tingle, author of Pounded in the Butt by my book, Pounded in, the butt by my book, pounded in 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 the butt by my own
0: butt. Yeah. That, that's Amen. actually, yeah, that's actually, um, that, that's the whole part of this episode and now we're done. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Um, I'm currently holding, um, a physical copy of Chuck Tingle's book, which, looks like it was designed on photo. It not only looks, but was designed on Photoshop.
1: Does it kind of make you want grandchildren so you can
0: give them this book? No, I'm going to burn this book the minute <laughs> we're done with this podcast. So um, it's from Hugo-nominated author Chuck Tingle. Yep. Space Raptor Butt Trilogy. Yep. And that's what we read for um, this podcast episode. Let's try so something
2: new.
1: Who?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, I wouldn't say no (laughs) I wouldn't say no except next time I might um this book that you're holding is, like, it's very cheap. Like, it's supposed to look cheap, but it's also very small, and it does look like something that you would see in the local author section. Yes. Of like yeah. kind of like or, like, the sort bookstore. of, like,
0: erotica, and it shows yeah. every single one of my fingerprints. <laughs> I do want to sort of... I I, just I
3: sticky, sticky. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> I want... My hands are so sticky today. I'm sorry. Nobody on who's listening knows this, but I've been complaining. I just... I've washed my hands a million times. They won't stop being sticky, probably because I'm holding this book. Um, I am going to read, like, um, the brief description just so people know what they're in for. With his genre-defining work, Space Raptor Butt Invasion, Chuck Tingle proved that even gay dinosaur erotica could be nominated for a Hugo Award, the most prestigious honor in science fiction. Nobody could have expected what would happen when the story continued. Collected here is the entire trilogy of Chuck Tingle's history-making Space Raptor Butt series. (sighs)
1: So, when when did you first (laughs) hear about Chuck Tingle?
0: Um honestly like I think Ben probably I think like it was either Ben or you guys making jokes about him in the last few years yeah um and then we talked about it at some point but like Chuck Tingle isn't really like a big part of my backstory (laughs) I feel like he's more
1: so for me yeah I've been goofing on pounded in the butt by my own butt for years at Uh this point (laughs) and I never thought I'd ever actually like give the guy my money and read a book and here we are about as bad as I thought it
2: would be wait what about you Ben yeah because I feel like I learned about this from you thanks uh, well, I didn't know that because my memory is terrible. Also, to underline that point, I definitely thought I heard about this in like two thousand ten, even though he didn't even publish yeah. anything until two thousand fifteen. <laughs> yeah. So I was looking at this the other day, being like, "What is going on?" Your filthy like,
0: mind conjured this.
2: <laughs> I think it's because that's when I was in college, and in college, we thought stuff like this was especially funny. Yeah. And like that's that's kind of like. Gets wow! Into my you just whole made a
1: face. Confusing. You guys.
0: It is. June 25th. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah.
0: I just opened this book. I'm sorry to derail the <laughs> yeah, this is breaking news. <laughs> this is breaking fucking news. I just... So, both Ben and Deirdre purchased digital copies yeah. of this, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Yes. I have a physical copy. I just opened this to find out, like, when it was copyrighted. Yeah. In the back, it says, Made in the USA, San Bernardino, California, June 18th, 2019. They literally published this book for, for me because no one has ever purchased it before. I own this singular <laughs> cop, like, it's June 26th, yeah. 20, yeah. 25th, and I got this about four days ago. Yeah, no, Which that's... means that when I ordered this on Amazon, the Demon website, mm-hmm. they Do you were... think
1: Chuck Tingle touched it?
0: I think that Chuck Tingle did more than touch it. <laughs> He might've licked it, so which explains why it's so it. sticky. But like, just the fact that I ordered this and it came to me a day and a half later and that they published this for me for our podcast. Yeah. I don't know if that's like, like, it feels like they touched it too recently.
1: I like it. Yeah. I mean,
2: I've, heard print on, I've heard of print on demand and so like, that makes sense. I didn't know that they put the date in the back of the book when they yeah. printed it. Yeah. Why? I mean, certainly why would they
0: have pre-printed versions of this? Who I, in the who know. in their right mind would pay eight dollars for this book? Who would pay for
2: any? Yeah, he's got a whole
1: industry though. I mean,
0: I, mean, he's got I bought a it.
2: Podcast. He's got like all this stuff. Like he seems like yeah. pretty popular. So let's
0: talk about the mythos of Chuck Tingle before we get into okay. this book. Yeah, if yeah. I
1: had describe to describe him, he's the R.L. Stein of adult sci-fi erotica. That's good.
0: But speci- yeah, that's great. I love that. Yeah. But he like specifically about. Creatures, or does it span? No, I
1: mean I think it's more that like, I would say it is half sci-fi, half like fantasy horror, because like it's a disembodied butt that's pounding the butt, his own butt, in fact. Yeah, yeah. So like,
0: <laughs> I lost the thread there for a second.
1: <laughs> uh, the book that you may have heard of Poundage in the butt by my own butt. Yeah. It's literally a disembodied butt.
0: Yeah. That does okay. the pounding. Okay. So <laughs> okay. 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 So uh, I have to admit something. When you suggested that we read this, um, during like our last podcast or right after yeah. I didn't know it was erotica. Oh yeah. I thought it uh-huh. was just satire science fiction. Oh no. And so sorry. when I like researched and then when I started reading it, I was like, Whoa, there's a lot of
2: cum in this. So much- <laughs> so much cum in this book. Okay.
1: Which we really quickly need to say, Ben
2: only read one of the three books.
1: Yeah. He like It was only eight
2: pages. <laughs> yeah. 15. yeah. Yeah, well yeah, my little e reader it said fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So
1: so think of how much cum you saw in one book. We read the same sex scene two more times, and when I say the same, it was literally the Identical. exact same. <laughs> yeah.
0: Identical. Starts is
1: with he... some stroke, and then we're getting to some suck, and then some fucking is same he... thing.
2: Is he <sighs> upping the cum ante <laughs> in each book to where no. it's like, it's, it's just the same? It's just the same. Well, hold on. Theme. We'll we'll get into yeah.
0: it, but before that, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's just, for the, for, like, the mm. mythos, yeah. Chuck Tingle claims that he is a doctor. Yeah. Uh, this mm-hmm. is, uh, that he got his PhD from To we know that this is a myth. Um, what I have read, I might be wrong about this, but I've read that um, the like there have been interviews with him or okay. with his, like his son who helps him publish the books, and apparently, like he has like he, pretty intense Aspergers, um, oh, okay. and like he writes these stories, and his son helps him write them and publish them so, but like all of that seems very like it all seems a little bit made up so that yeah.
1: sounds like have y'all listened to that uh podcast my dad made a porno or my dad wrote a porno yes yeah I, i've heard of it yeah quite good yeah so it's kind, it kind of seems like a similar vibe but gay and interspecies yes like,
2: full of cum <laughs> that seems so much more earnest to me and like, Yeah, like what i don't yeah. get about check tingle is like how much is this satire and how much is this like desire. Actual, you know, actual erotica. Yeah, yeah. Because like, there's a lot. Like, it's not funny. No, no.
0: The like there's there's stuff before it, and there's like the disembodied butt stuff. Mm. Like, um, we'll, we'll get it. Yeah, we'll get into the plot that. of this yeah. book, which has some fun disembodied butt stuff. But um,
1: <laughs> title of that? Yeah, yeah. Fun
0: disembodied <laughs> butt stuff. Um, but, but like the sex scenes are not funny. No. The sex scenes nope. are. Intense,
1: I thought I was gonna get in trouble reading it on my lunch at work. I, I was like, Oh, I can see. Oh my I'm god, work. <laughs> yes, because I thought it was like, Oh, perfect, I have 45 minutes, I can read the whole thing. And then I was like, Oh, 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 I've made a mistake. Yeah,
0: it's, <laughs> it's not like, Ha ha ha, you're like, Whoa, that's a lot about dicks and balls yeah. and
2: getting plowed. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. a lot the titles <laughs> seem so lightly funny when i was introduced exactly. to it i think everyone's introduced to it by being like can you believe this is a real thing this is a real yeah. book you can buy and then no one downloads it so no one sees how serious he's taking it or not yeah and he keeps releasing more titles that reference how funny everyone thinks it is yeah like the whole pounded in the butt by my own book pounded in the butt by my butt yeah. stuff or
0: <laughs> pounded in the butt by my hugo award exactly. pounded in the butt by my hugo award loss is another yeah. one i, I want to get into
2: the hugo award thing because that's yeah. really interesting too but like it's it, it's very hard to tell, like, he's walking this line between, like, the content of the books is very much just, like, straightforward, kind of poorly written erotica, yeah. mm-hmm. and the titles seem like they're meant as jokes, so is it serious or not? And, like, I went on his Twitter account a bunch to try to figure this out, and his Twitter account is all just, like, affirming and approving of people's sexualities, like, I mean, that's oh. good. as much as possible, yes. which I can't hate on. What is, yeah. what is like, what does it say? He has a bunch of jargon for how he refers to people, so he calls everyone buckaroos. Okay. <laughs> That's and, cool. and he calls all of his stories "tinglers," and yes. so he's just talking to this fan base, which is real. And I don't know what their interest level is in it. Like, are people getting, like, are people actually getting their rocks off on this stuff? It's yeah. so fine, but if like, are other people still thinking this is a joke somehow? Like, what level of interaction are like people approaching him on that they're like getting long term fandom out of this? Yeah, that, totally. I have so many questions. About I, this yeah. me too. Like that is part of the. The myth
0: for me is like I'm like because I want to laugh at it but at a certain point when I started actually reading the sex scenes I was like this is a little too intense for me especially in the second story like I was like this doesn't feel like a joke this actually feels like someone's like kink or preference or fantasy Mm -hmm. that they want to read and I like feel deeply uncomfortable reading this fantasy because I hate it yeah. I don't hate it for them. No, I just yeah. don't necessarily wanna read it. Yeah. Um, and I think the titles and like the sort of urban legend around it is much more approachable than like the actual content, which is just like
1: Yeah. Woof so, no. So I think we should get into the content. Let's
0: talk uh, about the content. Yeah.
1: So the first book starts on in space, of Space Raptor. Mm-hmm. Yes, but invasion. The first
0: one is Space Raptor But Invasion. And
1: uh our main character Lance who's a fantastic astronaut. Yeah. Uh, I hope I said ass enough. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Astronaut.
1: Fantastic. Anyway, he... uh, My
2: first note is just Lance. (laughs) Yeah, I know! I know! Also, that's like a phallic object? Absolutely, yeah. Okay,
1: I
0: didn't think about that. Yeah. So Lance Lance is saying
1: bye to his uh, fellow astronaut, and he's going to be stuck in space for a year, a whole year by himself, and... He says goodbye to his friend and he comes back to his like space pad, and he sees someone in a spacesuit. And he's
0: luckily, like, what? within half a page, mm-hmm. yeah, he meets. It just uh, ramps straight into you. Yes, yeah. He meets a raptor in a spacesuit. Turns out, raptors they're chilling alone too yeah. on some sort of space mission.
1: Yeah. Well, um, so here's where I think I'm trying to find what was Hugo Award winning yeah. or nom- nominee, shortlisted. So I. Uh, the premise of why they're there is earth has run out of like time because uh-huh. of climate change
2: okay so <laughs> yeah
1: i'm grasping for straws and not dinosaur dicks <laughs> yeah. so just let me keep okay yeah uh anyway they're there seeking out a new place terraforming a planet and so is the raptor because the raptor is from Earth, too, and the raptors didn't actually die. And uh, he was like, ha-ha, Lance, I bet you've heard about us dying because of a comet or something like that. And instead, they also left Yeah. and found their own Earth. But like, so all the dinos are chilling but very quickly. And then like, they're fucking just there's, right Yeah, to, there's yeah. not a
0: ton of tension around it. I no. did open up to the page where they sort of decide that they're going... Um, to fuck and basically the raptor says like I certainly could never f- fuck a, a human woman because I would like destroy her and then Lance says what about a human a man I question I can see the raptor's expression suddenly change as understanding washes over him yeah I think I might be into that actually Orion tells me I mean it's not gay if it's a dude raptor and a dude human right I ask. Totally not gay says the dinosaur. The raptor would have to be in control though, dominating even.
2: Oh
0: man, that's like yeah, honest, got
2: chills too. Revisiting
0: yeah. revisiting this is raw for me because like yeah immediately there you lose all the humor and yeah. like it's just about raptor dicks yeah. and scales
2: yeah.
1: but that's why I feel like it's important to move on to book two
2: yeah <laughs> <So> <laughs> they, they, or, they, or wait they, uh, I, ben, I, ben, we, ben didn't read book two so let's let, let him can I talk yeah. a little bit about book one because like what's Please. so confusing is that it doesn't work on any level no there, <laughs> not are, at all. there are three pages of this terraforming environmental concern stuff that while maybe interesting you know isn't going to be the focus of the plot yeah. isn't that well written this book has tons of typos yes so <laughs> many even though and they seem like they're on purpose. Because, yeah, like, they do seem purposeful. This is his most popular story because brand. of the Hugo nomination. Yeah. And like... They
0: just printed this for me and it's still this yeah. type of... Yeah!
2: <laughs> they could fix it. They have to be there on purpose. And so, it. and then you would think if it was serious about the erotica there would be more building of their relationship yeah. that's part of the genre of erotica as yeah. you build their relationship you, how do you know tension and stuff like that <laughs> I will bring I will, I will get to that uh, I promise um, I, I I will try to get into that as much as I can but like it just jumps straight from like all this all this writing about Lance's old partner and how he feels and ter- terraforming then he sees a dinosaur there's like half a page being like yeah we hung out and shit and then immediately he's like yeah. do you think you would fuck me or what yeah. it just jumps straight into it and then from there, it's another paragraph, and then there's just straight into hard fucking all-sex mm-hmm. description, and then it ends. Yeah, And so there's no, no audience to me is being served here unless you just, like, again, if you really are into this stuff, like, that is totally fine, you don't even need my permission, like, whatever, yeah. like, yeah, that that's not, like, uh, obviously, people can be into whatever they want to be into, I just don't think, like to me it doesn't map even if you you're think into that stuff. Hand? You would want a better story yeah and yeah. the reason i brought up college earlier is that like people like i remember like th- there's a form of homophobia that is writing down really intense like gay sex stuff because you think it because because that's not what you're into and you think that is funny mm. to you and you're mocking yeah it. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, totally and that's yeah. and that's if you really want to be edgelordy you yeah. will talk about Like, you will talk about fucking other men in really graphic detail because you think that's so funny because it's so gross to you. Do you think that's what this is? I was suspicious, but I just don't think so because he's so fucking doofy and accepting of everyone.
0: And, like, his Twitter is affirming.
2: Yeah, and so that's where I get so mixed up and confused.
1: Is he, like, funded by the Koch brothers? (laughs) Do we need to look into where the money is coming from? I'm concerned now. I just, yeah, I just, I
0: can't
2: find a logical thread to pull on Do you this. think that this, this is some sort of, like, anti-gay agenda? Possibly. Well, I wonder if, like, I wonder if it started that way, and then he saw the reaction to it, and mm, he decided to lean into it yeah. the other way. I yeah. just don't know. And the other thing is he's published so much now and written so much now that you'd think he must be getting something yeah. out of it. I don't know. I, I also want to explain about the Hugo nomination at mm-hmm. some point, and I don't know when it would be best to do that, but it's a bad faith nomination. He was nominated for a Hugo by a by a conservative sect of the Hugo nominators who uh, want to make the like stupid. Uh, They're called the rabid puppies or the sad puppies, depending on which group Jesus. of them. There's one of them that's more conservative than the other, I think. This is why you're here.
1: Yeah, see? This yeah. is why,
2: honestly, I was like, uh, three sentences of the Wikipedia cam, board, bye. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. My the way over here, I was asking Sarah, my wife, like, oh, I wonder why they my bought wife. me for this, and now I'm, like, in the middle of, like, five minutes of talking, being like, yeah, so you gotta know about the two different types of conservative <laughs> yeah. puppies. <laughs> Please, yeah. Uh, this no. Shit out. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> well, I didn't look into that. The yeah. Hugo's, st- yeah. the Hugo's had a run of nominating like progressive work. Science fiction is a work that's always been really yeah. bluntly progressive in the best stuff. They were nominating stuff like I think this was around the time N.K. Jemisin stuff was starting to get more yeah. popular. She's a black woman who writes mm-hmm. like very cool progressive science fiction type stuff. Yeah. And some other authors were getting nominated. So these people who wanted to return to like more star wars style fantasy that was just like or sci-fi that operates like fantasy right that's uh. just like all very conservative set in its ways and stuff like that they decided to start a voting block and incur and put out a list of what everyone should vote for Damn. so that their nominations could get in and one of the things they wanted to do was to get one of chuck Tingle's stories nominated to make the hugos look stupid wow that's so fucked
1: up this is like the Bodie mcboat face of books
2: Yeah,
3: (laughs) But do you think, but
0: but they wouldn't have orchestrated this whole thing. That's not possible. Also, I just looked up Chuck Tangle's Twitter Mm. while we were talking and like, you're totally right. Like there's just all this affirming stuff. Like there's Mm. a thing that's like, uh, I will say trans rights until I'm horse in the throat. Like, um,
2: yeah, I, it seems like. And the thing he did when he got nominated for that award is that he said if he won, he was going to send Zoe Quinn to accept the award for him. And Zoe Quinn is the woman who uh, was taking all of the abuse around Gamergate. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, and so yeah. that... M-
1: Damn, so he does seem like a good person. Yeah, yeah he does I don't... seem
2: like he knows what's going yeah. on. I just don't get how that translates to, like, what I read it at all.
1: It was so weird. It I think it was so fascinating because, like, there wasn't even so. This is why I want to get into book two. Yes. Because for me, book two was like, ha- was the most plot heavy of all of them. Yeah.
0: Have some oh man. dog-eared...
1: I'm really excited. Go so ahead,
0: book go two ahead. is kind of
2: the spoke on which yeah. the wheel turns. It is I called
0: will... yes! Space raptor, but redemption. Mm-hmm. And I, I will give a quick yeah. After a station, after a year stationed on planet Zorbis, astronaut Lance tanner and his raptor lover orion return home to find that they are not greeted as heroes but as villains unbeknownst to lance his space travels have been funded by the villainous scoundrels inc a corporation that has deep ties to the illegal trade of unicorn tears and a destructive mining project at the core of the earth now lance is on trial for a number of false charges from having connections to the wicked scoundrels to being too strange for space
1: So this is where he, okay, so book opens. He and Orion sharing a fancy town car on their way to the courthouse. Mm-hmm. He's like, Orion, I love you. You're so handsome in your suit. And Orion's like, Haha, I'm a dinosaur in a suit, which is, pretty, which is like pretty cute. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm like, I oh, wasn't
0: so able to derive that see, from this. It,
1: see, but that's the thing is like, I gave myself like a full day after reading the very hardcore like dino man erotica to then jump back in and was like okay i can i can laugh at this and enjoy it again uh so he goes to space trial or he goes on trial for his space crime and his space crime was breaking rule number four of space law which is don't be weird in space yeah verbatim that is the rule which also I loved seems that which, I was like fully on board for that I don't know
0: why which also seems like you know just like he's joking like he didn't yeah. want to think about what the actual law was he didn't want to make it homophobic yeah. sort yeah. of so he made it vaguely homophobic by like yeah. saying that sex between a raptor and a human gay sex is too weird for space yeah. um I have another part bookmarked here this is about the disembodied butt.
3: Oh, When he's in great. court,
0: he goes, I stopped for a moment looking up at a massive statue representing the scales of justice before me. It's a woman with a blind hold, blindfold with a heart in one hand and a disembodied butt in the other. She appears to be testing their weight, trying to determine which side is more important. <laughs> that did give me a good chuckle. See, yeah,
1: so, yeah, I thought the courtroom was great. And like, and then, I loved it because like all of the dialogue really... Do you ever find stories you wrote when you were, like, seven years old? Yes. And you read the dialogue, and you're like, this is hilarious. Yeah. That's what the dialogue was like! Like, it was so expository and just, like, no nuance. And to me, I was just like, wow, this... It it was easier for me to swap between, like, really funny little kid story who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, (laughs) ha 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 ha, someone's weighing a butt, you know?
3: Yeah.
1: Um... (laughs) And then, like, the conversation with him and the lawyer.
0: But then what happens?
1: So then they win because everyone can see that love is great. Uh-huh. Which is ultimately what I would argue Chuck Tingle's trying to say. Sure. Love is love.
0: But then they fuck in the courtroom <laughs> in front of everyone. In, the front, of every,
2: yeah, in, in fr- front of every <laughs> everyone. Right in front of everyone. in front of my salad? salad? Yes, <laughs> definitely. The,
1: yes. That actually, God, I wish that was from this instead of, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, definitely a right in front of my salad moment. Where is that
2: from? I think it's a gay porn. It is meme. a gay porn. Oh, yeah,
1: where like this woman, this woman, they start having gay sex we'll in front of her, and she's eating salad. Yeah, and salad yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Basically, um, and it's very, very um, intense. Kind of similar situation. You're blowing the raptor, then the raptor's plowing you. Yeah. In mm-hmm. the butt, but and then at the end everyone applauds and like even sheds a tear
1: yeah because
0: it's so beautiful wins.
1: yeah this
2: book sounds be- like a lot better to it's
1: me. way better okay. it's way better
2: i it, it I, sounds like maybe he kind of got into the groove of like walking this weird line of like writing sincere erotica around a bunch of like goofy like just like childlike yeah trappings of like real life dinosaurs and stuff yeah
1: so i also um I definitely had to go back and read multiple times because I didn't believe that they were fucking on the courtroom floor. I just didn't oh, really? believe it. I like, I, like, was like, oh... Because sometimes my, I'll read really quickly and just, like, miss a chunk, and so I'll go back. I went back three times to yeah. be like, oh, this, Yep, on the... Okay, everyone's yeah. watching? Great. <laughs> yeah. Yep, everyone's
0: watching, and then they applaud and cry after. Yeah. Um, and I have to say that I just... I, I um... I sort of got, like, the trend of the stories by Story 3, which is Space Raptor, but Ascension.
3: Mm, mm -hmm, Um, mm
0: -hmm. And I I couldn't even really read this whole thing. Like, I sort of, like, (laughs) thumbed through it real quick. Did you read the whole thing? Oh, yeah. Okay,
1: I can walk us through it.
0: Yeah, please, please. So
1: you heard of Scoundrels Inc. in the last yeah, book? Yeah. They're the uh-huh. people that theoretically. Oh, okay. We also okay. <sighs> back to book number two, really quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Back to why it's a Hugo Award nominee. <laughs> no, um, but I think that was only the first one. Oh, which is really how you can tell they that was a troll vote. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they they say that he is founded by or his trip was funded by Scoundrels Inc. and they do all the bad things mm-hmm. and Lance has a moment where he's like yeah last time I checked like all of this is funded on bad stuff and like yeah I wish people were better but they're not but last time I checked we still need to find a new earth so are you yeah. let Scoundrels Inc. found me or what and then he like kind of tries to talk about criminal justice for like half a sentence wow. <laughs> It's, yeah, it, oh, yeah, because again, this is the dialogue written by a seven-year-old. It was fascinating.
2: And scoundrels is more of his, like, like, uh, special, like, language that he uses with, like, his fan oh, base. Oh, yeah. Scoundrels oh, really? is what he uses to scoundrels say, ink. like, about bad people, he will just call them scoundrels, and gotcha. the good people, his fans are buckaroos.
1: Yeah. Okay, that tracks. Which yeah. is,
0: like, kind of, like, the yeehaw agenda.
2: A little, little bit.
0: bit. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yep. Uh-huh.
1: There's, there's some, uh, I lap. wonder
0: if, like, the person who's writing these and, like, all of the, like, stories that are, like, the legends around it. Like, I just wonder legends if Legends of the Chuck Yeah, team. like, the <laughs> urban, uh, urban legends around it. But I wonder, like, it could be the story of, like, a person who, uh, you know, is, like, on the spectrum and writing these stories mm-hmm. and then, like, their child is getting them popularized. Or it could just be, like, a person who thinks it's funny and uses it and, like fun and uses it as, like, a really quick, um, like, don't, I was gonna say release, I can't think of a single (laughs) other word to say, but, like, uh, an outlet for, like, just really funny, silly storytelling, um, given all, like, the errors and imperfections, who, like, also, like, maybe has a career that's, like, more tapped into, because, like, this person seems pretty tapped into what's happening. Yeah. And, like, pretty tapped into social media and, like, um like the things that are happening yeah. right um like you mentioned gamergate right mm-hmm. like that yeah. has to be a person with a level of like knowledge totally. around the community totally, and yeah. stuff so I kind of wonder if that's that's it, too.
2: Mm. Ha, have you listened to the podcast, his I podcast?
1: I am curious.
2: No, I when I was talking about this with a friend of mine, though, who I didn't think, who I thought we probably knew who Chuck Tingle was, he said, oh, I've listened to the podcast because it's really fun. I've never read his stuff, but I've listened to people read it because they have celebrities read it on the podcast. Oh, that's yeah. what the podcast yes. is? Uh-huh. But nice. then I was like, I was thinking about the book and I was like, which celebrity did they get to talk about like a butthole erupting? Yeah, like, wait, wait, wait. What? Wait. What yeah. is the name of the podcast? Oh, I can't remember. Okay, I'm going to look it up while you guys talk. It's Welcome
1: to Night Vale It stuff. is. It's part of Night Vale yeah. Presents. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, and, I, and I know because they advertise it on, they also have the Mountain Goats podcast, which I listen to obsessively. Counted uh, so uh, uh, in uh, the uh, uh, by my
0: own podcast. There That's we it. Go. That makes sense. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. So as you guys keep mm-hmm. talking, I'm just going to look to see if there are any... Yeah.
1: So the third book, real fast. So the dude from Scoundrels, Inc., the leader of it... Mm-hmm. Okay, I got ahead of myself <laughs> <laughs> I love how the plot is like slightly too complex for me to express if you, like, you
2: told me that Scoundrels Inc. was the name of like the bad company that made the minions I would be like that sounds
1: right exactly <laughs> yes Ugh. So- don't talk
0: about minions
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
0: Butt Wars Rogue Buns read by Mara Wilson wow. of uh, Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire yeah. fame
1: that sounds great Um, so book three opens on Orion and Lance in a spaceship Mm -hmm. and they're on their way to earth too, which is where all the dinos live. The dinos left earth famously. Um, and within roughly a paragraph, we find out that the head of Scoundrels Inc. uh, broke out of prison. And he's on the ship! Oh, what? No. And I gotta be honest, y'all, I was like, okay, cool, we're getting a third in here. I'm gonna read some different erotica. I th- kind it. of thought that's It what's... was not that. Yeah, I, I thought
0: surprised. they were gonna do a, a threesome. Yeah, oh.
1: yeah, I was like, finally, because let's be honest, the second sex scene was exactly the same as mm-hmm, the first, mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, get some payoff in this yeah. being a trilogy. Nope. Um, <laughs> so, anyway... It is
0: quite monogamous.
1: Yeah, it is. Between... He's heavy in oh, the... the monog. Yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> So, the bad guy, Dom Bolts or something, who fucking knows? The dumb name. Vam uh, Docks. Vam Docks. Here we go. There Dom Dolts. He obviously played by Vin Diesel. In the yeah, film oh, of this. Oh, no question. Yeah. <laughs> when
0: this is produced as a film.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, So, they land on... Oh, and then you, like, expect there to be, like, space terror. Nope, they make it to where they're supposed to go. Everything's fine. Yeah. So then...
0: We gotta get to the fucking... Yeah, the person
1: and the dino, Lance and Orion, make it to, like, the head of dinosaur land. And you hear that on Earth, too, love rules everything. There's no, like, justice, there's no war, there's no, like, you know, anything. Just everyone loves everyone. So... They get a walkie-talkie call that like, oh no, there were dogs on the ship and all the dogs are eating all the dinosaurs. And so Lance and Orion are like, you know what, we gotta power up this love gun and start fucking, as you can imagine. And it's the exact same as the last two times.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, switch it up. Exactly what I'm Wash saying. It's it a tug, a suck, and
1: a fuck. Anyway, I'm
0: really <laughs> curious. I'm really curious about what happens in the other books. Yeah, because this is a trilogy. I understand. Like, it's a little monogamous and conservative in terms of like, who's who's having sex. I'm and curious. How, yeah. yeah, and how? And I'm curious about like. Um, if it gets like switched up. Sorry, I just saw this like cartoon of Chuck Tingle I with a thing that says you make book r- books real, Chuck, and like that really distracted me. Do you me.
1: think that he signed it for
0: you? I really it looks like it's got a lot of hand touches on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm so really then, I'm curious can about I tell that. You yeah, please. Okay, so
1: comes made. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then, and each time, each time, pee is stored in the ball's bench. Each time, um, they say, (laughs) Wow, each time they say that the dinosaur, okay. If you're listening with your children in the car, <laughs> a trigger warning. Yeah.
2: There's too much cum for the butthole. Yeah. And it all comes pouring out of the butthole. We're going to put that at the beginning of the episode so the kids know, not this one. <laughs> yeah. That one. I, mean, <laughs> I don't even... What, for the little ones, they might want to skip
1: this next yeah. part.
0: Um, there's too much cum for the booty <laughs> hole and it all comes pouring out. And that <laughs> happens in every it sex scene. It does happen in all
1: of them. Right? Though, yeah. I mean, right raptors are big doesn't anyway
0: <laughs> neither heard, here but... nor there yeah sure he's at the
1: end the... I mean the raptor
2: has a human penis that's operating no like it's a, a raptor penis that's what he says but it just operates like a human that's what he says. It's... <laughs> I it's talked to scales. Dr. Chuck
1: on the phone and
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's got scales and the raptor has claws as we clearly hear about the claws being around Lance's head all the time when he's blowing the raptor yeah
1: <sighs> okay I'm gonna finish <laughs> okay okay
0: okay finish <laughs> finish For once, (laughs) just
2: like the Raptor. Yeah, please.
0: So kids, you can start listening again.
2: Vom
1: Dax, Dax Vom. Yeah, Vom Dax.
0: Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin (laughs) Diesel.
1: So at the end of all the sex, and they all come a bunch, they get on the walkie-talkie and they're like, "Hey, Vin Diesel, are you still there?" And he's like, "Oh, it's you're right, it's me." There were no dinosaurs eating, being eaten by dogs. Everyone's fine. I'm just the bad guy, and I surrender now. And oh. that's just, like, the end of the book. Okay, because they fucked for him? Yes! Well, that's nice. But he didn't even seem like he liked it. Didn't seem like that was his point.
2: It, it almost seems like he just kind of gets, like, he feels like he doesn't have to try Try, if that yeah. makes sense. Yes. Like, no. yes. Commit to something. Yeah. Like, the, the, the names of the book feel like such a commitment, and, like, the mm-hmm. first one, that doesn't do anything, does feel well like put. kind of a commitment, mm-hmm. that, like, he's churning out so many of these, and so many of them later get weirdly political. He has a bunch of books about, like, Trump. A lot weirdly. about Brexit. Made me sad yeah. to read through all his book titles, because I remembered a bunch of stuff from the news that I had read. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. so you just, like, conveniently repressed. Yeah. yeah. And, like... I, I I don't know I, I, the 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 way that it sounds like these keep going. It just sounds like more and more he just kind of puts them out to put them out and isn't really like committing to anything. I don't know what I would want otherwise, but like yeah. Hmm.
1: So that does bring me to, uh. It did remind me of other moments in pop culture that I was happy to remember. Like he oh. has a he has a book title about Yanny and Laurel. Oh yeah, and he he had another one about the dress. Mm -hmm. You remember the dress? Yeah, but what what was the the Yanny and Laurel
0: title? Okay, well, pounded mm in the butt by Yanny and Laurel, (laughs) because that would be really good.
1: you would have to mix it up then. Yeah, I'm on. I'm looking. I'm looking. Keep talking.
0: Well, I was gonna say, like, what this, like, my big takeaway is that. Um I would love to see this produced as a film with an ensemble cast like Fast mm-hmm. and the Furious. Oh yeah. And like definitely because honestly the plot lines and the story arcs and like um Pace changes of Fast and Furious franchise are very similar to Chuck yeah. Tingle books, right? Like you're just like, oh shit! Like everyone's drinking Coronas at a drag at like a at like a drag racing thing. Oh no, we're like jumping out of a plane yeah. in our cars and uh, uh, ludicrous hacked the mainframe. It's mm-hmm. like okay, Chuck Tingle wrote those films as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to see Vin Diesel as Vam docs Docks. I would. <laughs> I would love to see the late Paul Walker as Lance Tanner, but yeah. that's yeah. not going to happen. Total so who are we going to get for Lance oh, Tanner? Wow. We
1: even had a pounded in the butt by Kofefe. Oh, god! That was <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Top laughs> <stars laughs> one of the ones
2: where I was so happy that I'd forgotten it. And yeah, so sad to remember. Totally.
1: Who would play, play Lance Tanner? Who are your, who are your main twinks right now? Oh, uh, I think oh. this is a good one. Oh, butt, butt land Ryan Gosling's and the city of butts. Who's the new Ryan.
0: Spider-Man?
1: Oh. Who's the new spoderman? Uh, I don't know. Tom
2: people. Holland. Yeah, he's <laughs> I he's Lance know, he's Tanner.
0: A hundred percent. That
2: could work. He's British.
0: Yes. Which would be a nice uh-huh. twist. That would be fine. Who's yeah. the Raptor? It's gotta be the rock. If we're yeah, talking about it's if, definitely the if, rock if,
2: a mocap performance. Yeah, yeah, if we're
0: talking about Fast and Furious, I'd be yeah. fine with just transplanting that cast onto this storyline mm-hmm. and yeah. then like kind of having everyone like fit in where they I do love that we just
2: started calling them dogs Vin Diesel <laughs> yeah, I mean. by the end of it I feel like someone at Netflix has pitched this you think so and it's just edging closer to actually being a real thing every year I hope so I hope we can do it mm-hmm. I don't know nice.
0: but or, I I don't like to be um, reminded of like topical political
2: moments which is why Wait,
1: that's why this one will do is great then okay this american butt hosted by ira ass
2: <laughs> i almost put that one in my top three because i thought it was very funny simple yeah. Exactly. Yeah. chef's kids yes. that's beautiful have read yeah. that one that one sounds like it's probably pretty good probably <laughs> yeah. oh my You're god right. do you
0: think he um has sex with ira ass that <laughs> Absolutely. Would be... you think so yeah, yeah seems yeah. like I'll be ordering more things on Amazon
2: tonight. It seems like you would have to commit to that one to, like, replicate the, like, like format of This American Life. To do the joke, you would have to, like, do some research and commitment there.
1: I don't think you will. <sighs>
2: <laughs> or at most,
1: it's like, this butt and a dick walk into a sound booth. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're I, going I to record I just thought about it, program. and I, I just, like... Thought
0: about it and like I saw the people who like read the stories. I didn't recognize a lot of them, but a lot of them are like podcast hosts or people who are like very online. Like, um, Gabby Dunn reads one of them, mm-hmm. and so I sort of feel like this is orchestrated by a person who smoked a big old blunt and then like wrote a story and was like, "Wouldn't it be crazy if we made is a that, franchise?" Is that
3: why I love it so much. I think
0: it's like <laughs> it's like um it like, the, the like the like the magnet me? says on your fridge wake up get stoned is that what it
1: says it's not a magnet it's a sticker okay sorry. we don't have the balls to put it on anything so it's on the fridge.
0: never commit never
2: commit okay you're this is a rental there's a shorter phrase for that wake and bake yeah
1: uh, it's true but this was a this is a another artist friend of, Kira, of uh, my
2: yeah. Maybe it was, yeah. like, sort of, like, a
0: more, like, poetic take on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wake and Bake is, like, so reductive, yeah. but you could wake up and get stoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, there's... more adult. And yeah. also...
1: There, it's not saying when you have to get stoned. No. It could be the next day even. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Just please could wake up. could be a up. month from yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Continue waking up and at some point
0: consider getting stoned. Getting stoned, stoned and writing the spa- Space Raptor butt trilogy. Can I,
1: okay, can I ask a question? Yeah.
3: Is
0: Absolutely. this about
1: the Nintendo Switch? The handsome Pretendo swap joysticks and portable screens slam my butt while also allowing me to control my game?
2: Yes, that is about the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah. This I'm is why you're a here. Here <laughs> you to confirm. It's 100 points. <laughs> that What's makes me What are you happy. reading?
1: Uh, I'm reading his bibliography.
2: Oh, basically. okay, okay. I have my top three if we Please, to read please. Yeah, okay, please read them. So I would love that.
1: I'm really proud of this dumb title I made up for it. I'm going to say it again. You mm-hmm. made it up? The four T's. Top three Tingle titles. Yeah. It's fun because you think I'm asking for four, but I'm not. T-T. I am (laughs) not
0: I did
2: not pick any titles because I was over this, but I'm really, yeah, Ben, go. I thought about this way too much. Okay. So, like, Deirdre was just doing red, the whole list of things. Yeah. 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 I think "pound in the butt by my own butt" is the best one because yeah. it's just it's just referential enough to be funny and it's still like fun and like the first time I heard it I was like that's too much he's done it again <laughs> I was just reading yeah. the titles yeah. I like a lot of his earlier titles or what the other two are from "helicopter man pounds dinosaur billionaire ass" yes. uh-huh, is his novel <laughs> is it longer than fourteen pages I didn't look to see how long it is and I how? that would be a struggle I yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely and then gay t-rex law firm executive boner Ooh, nice. <laughs> i like that too nice. yeah. okay i like that too
1: so my top three are gagent brontosaurus <laughs> colon the butt is not enough That's a very good one. <laughs> um okay and then Living inside my own butt for eight years, starting a business and turning a profit through common sense reinvestment and strategic targeted marketing. (laughs) That's really good. (laughs) And then I love this one because it's a new take on an old classic. Uh huh. Kissed on the wiener by my own wiener. (laughs) It's also just like really delicate. There's something sweet about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: sorry I didn't pick. Like I feel like you guys found the joy in this, and I just was like. Really disturbed by the raptor imagery and sort
2: of tapped out. When I think about that, I go back to being so confused and upset and not sure. And then when I hear the kissing, the wiener kissing, I'm like, oh
1: yeah, this is just fun. Exactly. I know. It's it's weird. I guess it's bad that I'm able to dissociate and just laugh. But
2: I wanted (laughs) I wanted to briefly call out because I was asking a question earlier that I kind of solved in my own head, which is like, what is the audience for this? Are there people out there who really like actually earnestly want this? And I thought of someone else who I follow on Twitter who is, like, a kind of games commentator and, like, a narrative, or uh, an interactive fiction writer mm-hmm. named Colin Space Twinks. Okay. Uh, and they have a great Twitter, and they're kind of a queer creator who supports themselves and their larger projects by writing erotica in an interactive fiction program called Twine
3: mm-hmm. and
2: publishing it to a platform called Itch, which is where kind of most of the, like, outre, art, video game stuff gets published. They're, uh-huh. like, much nicer to creators and stuff like that. That's where, like, all the games people who also big up socialism also big up this platform yeah yeah and they publish stories called like two gay werewolf mechanics fuck on the moon okay which is like in the same vein it's like it is bluntly erotica and they're very clear about that but also like they're trying to have a goofy fun time with it and like comedy and stuff and they're furry and they're like open about like the fun goofy side of that and the actually erotic side of that too so like there is i think there is an audience here and i think i was being too like blind to that earlier like yeah. there is something there i'm just not sure that chuck tingle is actually trying to do that legitimately yeah. as much mm. as some so, other people are
1: that reminds me of when i was looking through the hugo award shortlists uh i was like oh i wonder if like chuck tingle was influential or if he just joined in because one of the 2017 shortlist aw- or no this was an award winner uh from 2017 was alien stripper boned from behind by the t-rex by styx his cock. Oh. Self
0: published. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. There's it's there's clearly a market for it. Yeah. And that's for cool. sure.
0: That's awesome. And also, I, it's
1: like it's not hurting anyone, and if it's making you feel good, you're reading a book. There that's we go. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and it's, you're reading a yeah, book,
1: like you know, with
0: a bunch of spelling errors. But
1: yeah. That's okay.
0: <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Yeah. I will say that I had one title which I really liked, which I figured I would um, Please. pull up, and it is. My butt is comforted by the realization that I'm okay and everything will be all right. I really liked Which, that one too. Yeah, that's like I I agree. I think maybe I'm um, I'm good with just the titles. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's kind of where I stand with Chuck Tingle.
3: Yeah. I'm good
0: with the titles, um, but the fun part about this podcast is that we get to explore things that are not our taste. Exactly. Um, and like I was just thinking about it, and I have joked about Chuck Tingle a lot and like have talked about it with friends. And I was like, if it was not for this podcast, Never in a million years ever. would yeah. I ever yeah. read seven yeah. pages of this book. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of fun that we did that. Yeah. So, also,
1: for my own like yearly book tally, I was like, technically, this counts as three. Yeah. tally, <laughs> um, um, you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly.
2: Goodreads moved from reading
0: to read. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Reading challenge up at five. <laughs> Thank you. Um. So yeah, I do have a physical copy of this. If anyone wants to borrow it, yeah. um, hit us up on I wouldn't say no pod on Instagram, yeah. and I will <laughs> mail this to you.
2: Have you made a story with the book to show all the fingerprints on it? I, <laughs> I you know what? Do you
0: see all of them? It's like yeah. like it is my sticky hands, yeah. but it's also this like sort of matte covers, like mm-hmm. revolting, really.
2: Yeah. We've talked um, about it so much. You should capture it. Um, we'll I will. I will. Agreement. I will take a yeah. picture.
0: Um, but i social
2: media strategist now. Yeah, thank you.
0: <laughs> I'm will. Okay, i taking a picture of the fingerprints. But Ben, while I do that, is mm-hmm. there anything you want to plug? You've been very funny. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for on. coming. Um, I would love for you to tell people where they can find you.
2: Thank you for having me. This is one of my favorite podcasts, legitimately. Aww. Even though we've all both also been friends for like five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I make video games on the side um, when I'm not working in tech. Barf. Barf. Big barf from all of us. Uh, The biggest game I published is called Escape from Juggalo Mountain. Yes. Um, If you like people taking weird things sincerely, wait till you read my interactive fiction game that I wrote with several other people uh, about the gathering of the Juggalos if it was a dystopian society and a teenage girl trying to figure out her life and whether or not to escape. So where can people find that? It's escapefromjuggalomountain.com, which is a domain that I own, and... uh, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure with some, like, key illustrations in it. So you're, like, helping, you're, like, playing through her story and making choices that have an impact on, like, what parts of it you see and what you decide to do. You can be, like, a wrestler or a rapper. Ooh, cool. And, uh, which are the two, uh, sides of the juggalo. And, uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so the two very nuanced sides of the yeah. juggalo. I have yeah. played this game. It is great
2: fun. Yeah, you helped us play test awesome. Hell can
0: yeah.
2: people find you on anywhere else on the internet yeah, if you want them to? Yeah, my Twitter account where I post about new game stuff and my cats and stuff is twitter.com slash uh, benji underscore ray um, which is the name that my mom was really afraid that people were gonna call me Uh, oh she never told them my middle name but fuck you mom yeah no your mom is an angel i saw her drink the tall boy once that's true she's Uh, never gonna listen to this though because we talked about cum about a thousand (laughs) times so i would never ever tell her this exists please don't please don't listen sorry to Janet, moms
3: (laughs) yeah oh no oh no mary
0: um okay Put this at the beginning of the episode. Break. Mary, do not listen to this episode, okay? This just isn't the right episode. This isn't for you. We're going to record an episode for you soon. Just tune out. Just download it. Play it on mute. Um, and then delete it. Just don't listen to this, Mary, okay? XOXO. Um, gossip Girl. Uh, but yeah, Ben writes amazing um, games reviews on... they're not on they're on medium but post them to twitter um and as a person who does not play a single video game i still greatly enjoy all of them um i just like kind of gloss over the names Uh, (laughs) but like everything else in the reviews is amazing so go read them and um if you want my my sticky copy of uh space raptor butt trilogy hit me up it's uh eight bucks i'm not giving it to you for free (laughs) hey that's for the rental it's eight dollars to rent it for a two-week period (laughs) Hey, wait! You've been leaving really nice reviews. Please write and review. Oh yeah,
2: whoever that is. Yeah, someone left a really
0: nice review. Thank you.
2: They were like, they're nice. Is it Ben? It could be. Could it be Ben? Yay! (laughs) that's cute. It's really nice.
1: Wow. To everyone
2: out there it's very easy it's gonna like two minutes and you will feel so good because yeah. it's like so helpful for podcasts like if you're feeling depressed sometimes what I do is I go and rate podcasts cause I know it's helping other people and it makes me feel better oh, that's Aww. so nice that's what I should wow. do I when that. I'm depressed instead of sleeping for well, yeah, three if hours if you're depressed and you can take action I could say if you're depressed and you can't like, get physically up off the couch that's, that's fine yeah too. like just first just, take yeah. care of yourself yeah. and keep, then leave us a review through life brother <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly alright alright and with that brothers <laughs> we bid thee farewell yeah bye bye